listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Let's go to the phones. And joining us from St. Pete's Fly Shop is Thomas Worcester. Good morning, Thomas. Morning, Terry. How are you doing? We're doing good. You know, I got a quick question before we get into fishing. I always say St. Pete's Fly Shop, but technically I guess it's St. Peter's, isn't it? Uh, I think it uh, it depends on who you ask. Uh, Personally, I think the abbreviated version is going to be St. Pete's and... uh, I think we hear that a lot from some of our more, you know, kind of regular customers. But, yeah, it, we're traditionally, I mean, the, the name is St. Peter's Fly Shop. So, uh, if, just, if, I looked at, to, if I looked it up online, how would I Google it? It's actually, uh, you could Google it as St. Peter's Fly Shop, but our uh, URL is stpeets.com. All right. Very good. Thank you so much. Well, so what's going on? You know, we've been hearing off fishing reports from all over the state today, and people are getting excited, and we've got... We had a lot of rain. We had a lot of snow. It's kind of flows are settling down, but the the fish are healthy because we've had good, cool water, and uh, we're kind of getting into summer patterns. And uh, what I'm hearing around the states is it's kind of it's on. Is that what you're seeing? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, these these next couple weekends are going to be the, the the most prized in my uh, whole year. Um, I really you know kind of wait all year for this you know bug situation to be happening, especially on our local waters. Uh, you know, nice when you don't have to drive a couple hours to go find some good fishing, and we've got it right in our backyard. Why don't you take us through some of the fishing that's right here in our backyard? Yeah, so I'd say uh, this year more than ever, uh, especially post-fire and floods, uh, the lower and mid-canyon have been fishing, honestly, uh, phenomenal. Um, a lot and we're talking are... the pooter here, right? Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks, uh, you know, are still still keen on going uh, pretty much the upper all the way to the lower, but I think a uh, majority of our guides have been focused in that mid-canyon. Um, so, you know, just something to think about for folks, but the amount of bugs is really what sets it aside right now. Um, so it's one of those situations where definitely having a couple varieties of different patterns is going to benefit you, um, but those fish are looking up for dry flies. Now, when you say you're fishing the mid to uh uh, lower river or throughout the canyon, you know, a lot of people have shied away because of the fire and floods that you alluded to, and they were going up above the fire to fish or way down through town when the water was cooler. Yeah. You and I had a conversation earlier in the week, and you said people don't realize the number of fish that were in tributaries and pockets that stayed in there, and then the fish that have migrated back, and you're it's less crowded, but you're catching as many or more fish than ever, you told me. Absolutely, yeah, and I think uh, it's surprising to hear that from the guides. You know, each day you get back and you ask, where where were you, where were you fishing, all that stuff, and um, just seems more often than not at this point right now they're sticking to that canyon section. So, and honestly, finding some healthy fish. Yeah, and it's is it difficult? Is it technical? Or have those fish been maybe neglected long enough where you can make a mistake or two and still be okay? Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a ton of different uh, varieties of stoneflies around. And this year we've been trying to educate folks on the the ability to, you know, throw a mend in there that might be a little bit more aggressive than, you know, say your traditional mend. And it actually is benefiting you with the the small amount of flutter that you're getting on that fly. seems to be a a heavy trigger point for some of these more picky and, um, I guess, older fish, if you will. Yeah, you know, and that's a, a point that you're teaching some nuances one of the things about fly fishing, you can watch all the videos, you can look at, read all the books, you can study it, but one of the quickest learning curves in fly fishing is to get out with a guide and let them fish with you or watch you fish and give you pointers because 
it's these little nuances that you're not going to pick up watching a video or reading a book that's fishing with an experienced guide just really accelerates that learning curve, doesn't it? Absolutely, yep, and especially coming off of high water season, I think it's uh, these fish are spread now. Uh, we've kind of started bumping around to the 700 down to the 600 CFS level on the booter, um, which is starting to open up a lot of real estate for these fish. So um, the ability to read water is playing a huge role, as well as the ability to uh, select flies that are you know, a little bit more in tune with what the fish are looking for. What are some of the other waters you're fishing? Uh, we just uh, wrapped up, or uh, about to wrap up, I should say, a great uh, great season on the North Platte. Um, we've got uh, a lot of boats up there doing guide trips throughout uh, some of the different sections. Um, but that's uh, one of the main resources, and now they're starting to you know, make that transition over to Wyoming. Um, more or less in that Alcova region. But, um, you know, the boot, the Pooter and the Big Thompson uh, have been starting to come into shape, and I think all the guides are super excited for, uh, you know, the amount of bugs we've got and, uh, you know, the, the transition of the season into something maybe a little bit more in, enjoyable. And, you know, the high country, we're finally, we had snow for a long time. We had uh, Kirk Dieter on earlier in the hour from Trout Magazine, and, He's just excited now that the high country is accessible, and he thinks it's just prime time to be in the high country. It really is. I think uh, this weekend I was torn between that or doing some uh, big game fishing for muskie. But, you know, I think it's, you know, you got to hit those windows just right, and I think right now those fish are, you know, wrapping up, majority of the high alpine lakes, wrapping up their spawn and uh, starting to look for food. So um, not many people realize it, but we actually do have permits to guide in Rocky Mountain National Park with a, a slew of different lakes in there that are all filled with either greenbacks or other fun species of cutthroat. You know, I fish pretty extensively in the park, and everything from hiking in to driving right up to a, a, a stream or a lake to um, taking horsebacks up in there. And one thing that I always, up, up until maybe about 10 years ago, my mindset was, I love to fish the park just because of the setting, and it's kind of the essence of fly fishing. And in my mind, it was always real small, light fly rods, maybe with little oversized flies sometimes, pocket water, and smaller fish. But, boy, when you get into some of those alpine lakes, that smaller fish goes away. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can be surprised with some of the, the, the fish that have hung around over the years. And um, my favorite part about them is they only have so often to eat. You know, I'd say, uh, you know, four to six months to eat the food that they would normally in a whole year. Um, so, you know, especially with it being a late season with ice off, um, I think that's only going to be more of a more of a factor when we're out there fishing. Yeah, it's amazing what a great job Parks and Wildlife has done of keeping fish stocked in some of these, not just the park, but high alpine lakes all over the state and where you can get away from crowds and find very willing fish that will eat some very large flies. Speaking of large flies, I think the theme over the last couple of weeks I've been hearing with everybody is that because of the wet spring we had and early summer, all the growth, that they're looking for a big hopper dropper or dry dropper season which is always one of my favorite times to fish. Are you looking to that, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're starting to see the hopper bite pick up, but we've still uh, thankfully had a ton of big stoneflies around, whether it be golden stones in the lower canyon uh, to the smallest of sallies. But uh, we're still seeing tons of salmon flies in that mid to, uh, you know, kind of upper canyon as well. So there's still an ability to get out there and chase big bugs. But I think for us right now, we're just happy to be throwing anything on the surface. Is, is this unusual for the salmon flies to be this late aren't they usually earlier in the spring 
you know, I'd say yeah. And uh, over the past couple seasons, it seems to be that they've, they've been hanging around for a while um, and, you know, taking a while to work through the different sections of the canyon because as that season progresses, those, uh, those bugs start to transition up, uh, up in elevation. For people in this area, why don't you tell people about your shops, where they're located, what you have to offer, and how they find you? Yeah, we've got two shops in town. One's located right downtown Fort Collins in Old Town off of Remington Street. Uh, the other is a little bit south of town on, on the crossroads of Timberline and Harmony. Um, but, yeah, real exciting stuff coming up. Uh, I think uh, we've got a big event coming mid-August with Umqua. Uh, tons of great deals being had then. So uh, if you got some time in you know that mid-August time frame, keep an eye out on our newsletter, uh, website, all that stuff for some awesome deals. And your website again? stpetes.com so that's s-t-p-e-t-e-s dot com okay well Thomas uh, thanks for joining us great update and you know I think we're at that time of the year where you don't have to drive across the state like you and I living in Fort Collins we've got the Pooter and the Big Thompson the park just a short drive away we got a lot of fishing just within minutes of our homes oh, it's beautiful isn't it Terry it's tremendous it's a great time of the year I love it when it's hard to choose what you want to do yeah, it's, it's almost too tough. Uh, but, you know, either way, you're going to have some fun. That's the beauty of it. All right. Thank you, my friend. We'll get you on again soon to get an update. All righty, Terry. I'll see you out there on the water. All right. Thomas Worcester from St. Pete's Fly Shop. Two locations here in Colorado. You know, the shops really can help you advance your fly fishing. Speaking of somebody who can help you advance your fishing, we're going to take a timeout. And one of our favorite contributors, Mr. Nate Zielinski, who forgot more about fishing than most of us know, is going to join us and get us all educated on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan.